Oh, there. I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. Oh my god, your voice just kind of went... <laughs> start there. You're good now. I think you're good. I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. And I'm the comic hunter, also known as just Hunter. And this is a hero story <laughs> episode. We're just Don't gonna me off, man. Episode, Sorry. <laughs> episode 158. Welcome. Hero Stories a podcast where we talk all things comics. That includes comic book movies, comic book animation, comic book video games, which we have a lot of this week. Yeah. Comic books themselves. You name it, we probably talk about it. On this week's episode, we have a trailer for Spider-Man, not the movie, the game. We have a new game announcement, which yeah. is very unexpected for me. We'll get into we it. We have... A few comics of the week. Quite a bit of comics, but they'll be brief. <laughs> some le- some leaked movie news because that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good way of saying it. Uh, if you only care about comics and want to jump around the episode, try to find the comics of the week. This week, I will be talking about Daredevil number 34, The Amazing Spider-Man number 73, Batman, ah, I forget the issue number, I forgot to bring him up, but it's the first, the first fear, issue the fear of Fear State. State. Yeah, it's the first Fear yeah. State arc. Uh, I saw what you posted. It looked cool. What else did I read? I read Batman. I read Nice House on a Lake number four, which I've been reviewing every other issue, so maybe I'll briefly talk about it. And I probably read more. I just can't think of it at the top of my head right now, but I probably read more. Black I Manta. Issue wasn't that Black good. Manta. No, it was good. I guess the issue wasn't that good if you that's can't think about boy. it. That's my boy right there. Uh, I love Black Manta. Harper wanted us to say something, right? Old host, Old host Harper. I think he's just saying that he he's taking a bit of a social media break. Oh well, break. yeah. If, if you haven't seen his Instagram post, he's leaving the Instagram community. I guess deactivating his account and taking a break from social media temporarily, maybe. Break, which also includes taking a break from the podcast, at least for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he'll be back. I hope he'll be back. We'll talk him into it. But, yeah, you'll uh, be back. Just essentially, we don't know when. Still got to discuss. We still got to discuss Armor Wars, man. Yeah. it's... <laughs> Man, we read Armor Wars already for I read August. it like two months ago. I read it like two months ago at this point. <laughs> yeah. We will probably... You know what? Harper will probably return to Book Club. We'll bring back Book Club. We'll review Armor Wars, which is our YouTube videos that we used to do before Harper comes back to the podcast. Because we record on Thursday nights, which is Friday during the day for him because he's in Australia. And he 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 has a full-time job. He He has to do adult things. So it's a little difficult for him to be on schedule. So that's why that's another reason why he's not going to be on the podcast for a little bit. But he says it's not going to be forever and he will return. So, yeah, I'm sure Tyler will, too. He's also kind of taking a social media break, but we'll, we'll have all, everyone back here. Mark Wade just really freaked them out, I guess. <laughs> so that was the last time the four <laughs> well, of us were together. We'll need Mark Wade to bring the band back together. Exactly. Yeah, maybe he'll return and everyone will be back. But until then... It's just the original hosts here. So yeah, we'll just we'll just jump into it with the news of the week. Um, starting with the biggest news, I know there's those gaming announcements, but before that, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, got its fifth release date. Seems to be final. Of October 1st, or September 30th, you're going the day before, but October 1st is the official release date for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. This is due to Shang-Chi making a lot of money in the box office. Oh, hey, sorry, we're not reviewing them this week, I guess. Uh, I briefly reviewed it last week, but uh, yeah, so since it made money, then Let There Be Carnage is no longer going to be delayed till January or October 30th or whatever it was before, and it moved away from the Halloween Kills release date, so now Michael Myers gets his day back, and yeah, there is actually, it's crazy that this is happening, 
because uh, we reviewed Venom on the podcast, and now the sequel's out. We've been doing this after a whole movie. Is this came... the first sequel that we're reviewing? I, I think it's the first one that we sequel coming out that we reviewed the original. That's what I'm movie. saying. Like the first, the first one where we're reviewing two in the franchise. I think so. Could that be? Is it? Because our third... the, the first movie, we, the first movie review we did was Ant Man. Ant Man the Wasp. Wasp. That was like episode three. Obviously, or something. We yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess since then, because we didn't do. We didn't yeah. do Infinity War. No, right? we didn't. But we did no. Endgame. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So this is the first one in the... Wow, what a franchise to pick. Yeah, we should try to compare. Like, Venom. <laughs> I remember when we reviewed Venom, JD loved it. Well, he didn't love it, but he was like I was defending. hyped. I was hyped up on Eminem. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> he was, ten, he was ten, defending. Ten year old, the 10-year-old white boy in me was like, damn, that shit was hot. I remember you trying to convince me that it was good. Like, it's like the it's like the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. So, like, that's All what right, it feels let's like. Move, let's move on. And uh, Yeah, okay, fair enough. Are you going to try to see it that day? Um, for So, it's not really on any streaming services. It's only theaters. I, think I so. have... I'm in lockdown for a COVID lockdown for another week. So I won't be able to see it until like October 9th or 10th area. Okay. Well, we'll just do a week delay and then we'll get into it. I Venom. sadly got tickets for opening night. <laughs> I know it's funny. Cause FaceTime, FaceTime me while you're in the theater. I'll be singing Eminem the whole two hours. You'll movie. be the voice in my head. You'll be the Venom to my Eddie Brock. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> oh, my AirPods in. <laughs> hunter get popcorn oh god <laughs> so yeah uh usually like i have um like the movie theaters i go to i'd have their app on my phone and i get notifications when tickets go on sale for movies so like when shang chi tickets went on sale i immediately like bought those and when i bought those immediately it was already like a whole roll was sold out because people love oh. their marvel movies you know so every time a superhero movie's coming out i i try to buy it immediately so i get good seats and for Venom, I, I missed like 12 hours. I forgot because I woke up and it was like, oh, tickets are available now. I'm like, oh, I'll get them later. And then I like spent the whole day busy, got home late at night, went to Ikea. I was building Ikea furniture and I was like, oh, I have to buy Venom tickets. And I went and no one has bought a ticket yet for the showing that I was going to. All right, I'm going to fly out to Edmonton and uh, I'll join you in the theater. <laughs> Thanks, man. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this will be a kind of empty theater. <laughs> I bought my tickets. So we'll, I'll I'll review it on the show in in a month's time. I now, heart Venom fan. Now on to the other Venom news. Uh, Spider Man Two, uh, Marvel Spider Man Two, made by Insomniac Games for PlayStation Five. I think it's gonna be PlayStation Five, not PS Four. Uh, we got our first little teaser trailer like a few hours ago before recording. And Venom. It's still, it. it's still weird. It's still weird for me because I keep calling it Spider Man PS Four. So I was I was trying to tell one of my friends about. It. I was like, yeah, it's Spider Man PS Four, two. And I was like, no, that didn't sound right. <laughs> uh, it's officially called Marvel Spider-Man 2 as of now. I feel like that might be a placeholder. I could see them doing like a name at the end. Spider-Man Age of Ultron or something like that. Uh, Spider-Man, let there be carnage. Venom's in it, uh, being voiced by, uh, I forget his name, same guy. Tony Tony Todd or something like that. Yeah, Todd. he voiced Zoom in uh, Flash. He voiced Zoom two. in season two. Yeah, yeah, Tony Todd or something like that. I think the voice fits Venom. It works. Better than Tom Hardy <laughs> with the voice does Tom Hardy voice Venom? Yeah, and they just do like a distortion effect. Really? I did not know that. I yeah. would have thought it was someone else. Super fun fact. So he, he does the lines, and then they change like the, the voice. They put like a filter on it. And then they give him the headphones, like little tiny headphones for the movie. So he hears his voice and knows when to say his dialogue when talking to Venom. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Spider-Man 2 in general, Craven seems to be in it. That's Craven's dialogue. That, oh, 1,000%. Yeah, like it has to be. I, I was watching the trailer. I was like, that's Craven. I sent it to my buddy. I was like, yo, I think that's Craven narrating. He said he turned it off after five seconds. He's like, that's Craven. There's, there's no doubt. Yeah, like it has to be. <laughs> Which is hype, man. Craven's badass. Yeah. I don't really care for Venom as a character. Uh, we've talked about this on the show before. When it comes to Amazing Spider-Man, like, you know, the the... What's the word? Like I don't all know. the all the stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I had a word for it before, and it's gonna come to me later. But like all the mythos. There we go. All the Spider-Man mythos. I find Venom to be a little lame. I don't really love the really? black suits. Yeah. Wow. I'm a, I'm an original purist. I'm a Stanley purist. I want an exclamation point at the end of every sentence. <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. But uh, I, so I don't know. Venom. I've read the story. I've read you know the Todd McFarlane stuff. It's not me. I just I don't really care for Venom. Fair enough. I, don't, I don't. I don't think it adds much to the Spider-Man mythos. But Craven, Craven's the man. Why do you like Craven so much? Craven's Last Hunt, bro. I mean, I, I like Craven. I know. Too. It, I know that includes Black Suit and all, but like Craven's Last Hunt is great. Uh, I think I like, Craven is a very interesting villain because like he's just a guy. His only motivation, yeah, he's just a guy who hunts. But like his motivation is like I need to capture Spider-Man. Like that would be the greatest capture of all time yeah like, like just the, the quest to be the best like that man could like fight off a tiger with one hand but he's like it's nothing compared to spider-man <laughs> and especially like his origin story in the 60s oh my god it's great oh d- tell me his origin he come he comes in he's like known as like the world's best hunter and he comes into new york and he, and he sees like spider-man and he's like oh well i could capture him i could capture anything <laughs> so he's just like running around new york city in like his jungle man outfit and like trying to hunt spider-man and like J. Jonah Jameson is like, yeah, you should hunt them. Jonah like hates Spider-Man so much. Oh yeah. He's like in, in Stan Lee's run, he's encouraged like five different villains to kill Spider-Man. Jesus. But, but uh, Craven is just like he teams up with the chameleon and like, oh man, he's, he's great. And Spider-Man always has to outsmart him because he he, he can't outfight him. Like Spider-Man's able to outfight every single villain except for Craven. He has to outsmart Craven. Really? So, yeah, I always find that interesting. Every time Craven has appeared so far, he just outsmarts him. Interesting. Crave, I, I mean, like, I've been, for those who've been listening for the past little while for the podcast, I've been reading Ultimate Spider-Man. And Ultimate Crave, it sucks. <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah. What's, what's different? Uh, So, he, same idea, like, he wants to hunt Spider-Man. He, he's a hunter, and he wants to just capture Spider-Man, because that's going to be the greatest thing. The difference is, he is, a, like, he does it on camera. He has, like, a reality TV show following him around. And he doesn't uh, care for them. Like, he doesn't like them. But they, uh, he does it for the money. Like, he can't make a living without them. So they're, they're kind of forced to follow him around. And his producer was the one who gave him the idea. Like, oh, man, we can make so much money if you, like, go go to New York and capture Spider-Man. So he's like, okay. Like, <laughs> like, he doesn't really care. So then they go. And he, like, puts ads everywhere saying, like, oh, we have to capture Spider-Man. And the producers, like, make him go to, like, p- places where Spider-Man fought Green Goblin and stuff just for, like just for video's sake and he's like i don't want to be here i just want to go find spider-man like let me go on my own and they're like no no, no we need you we need to get the shot of you like on the brooklyn B- bridge looking out like maybe like sniffing the air or something he's like oh damn it and then finally when he sees spider-man he, he like he says this whole speech of how like he's been waiting for this moment and he's gonna like capture spider-man this will be like a fight of the ages and then spider-man just knocks him out in one punch <laughs> so he's kind of yeah like like in the in the original run like 
like every time Craven like reappears, like he's training even harder. So he'll be like fighting a lion. And he's like telling the lion, he's like, I'm going to beat Spider-Man. And the lion's like, I'm a fucking lion. Roar. <laughs> Roar. Exclamation point. I like point. that. Yeah. But that's a better Craven. Craven, I think last appeared in general. He's been a villain in the mighty Valkyrie for some reason. And Val, like Jane Foster, she rides a Pegasus and he's trying to kill the Pegasus. <laughs> I figured Haunted was the last thing that Craven was. No, this is like last week this happened. <laughs> so, huh. yeah, he's just trying. Oh, no, that's Craven's son, I'm pretty sure. Because I think, isn't Craven? Oh, right, dead? right, right, right. Yeah, I think Craven, Craven's dead. But yeah, I wonder how his like boss fight will be in the Spider Man game. Because he's just Prob- a guy. Probably. He'll probably bring in like animals or something. Oh, Sick a lion on you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Miles is going to be in it. People are thinking maybe co op. One person plays Peter, one person plays Miles. I'll just be swapping between the two. Uh, Insomniac is also making a... Wait, wait, wait. You didn't do it, but come, the Spider-Man game isn't coming out until 2023. You failed to mention that. Oh, yeah. Dude, I played the first one when I was a sophomore in college, and I played it like... In like two days, right? I'm going to apologize to my dad because I'm sure he's listening, but I ignored all my studies and all my homework and just played Spider-Man for like a solid three days and beat the whole game. Like oh, I was, it was, I was obsessed. Days. It two came days, out on a Tuesday, and we recorded yeah. on Thursday. And I remember... And I was like, I'm ready to go. I, Dude, I, this I was is, obsessed. This is an episode that I remember so well. I remember being so hyped, because it was so good. It was so much fun, especially that first playthrough. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying on the... Because I was like, I don't know, nine hours in, and I thought that was a lot. <laughs> I was also in, in my first year of college. I don't know, maybe second year. But I, I was studying. I was doing my homework, JD's dad. And so, uh, when we go on the podcast, we're recording, and Chady's like, yeah, I beat it. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, well, let's try not to tell spoilers or anything. And I asked you, what do you think of Mr. Negative being the main villain? And you're, obviously, we all know now that it's Doc Ock. And you're just like, ah. Uh. Did I spoil it? No, you went like, ah, uh, it's all right. <laughs> I remember. He's cool. Like, the fact that he hesitated, I'm like, okay, so clearly there's another villain coming, and I'm not even close to being done. I thought it was going to be Green Goblin when I was playing through. I like, thought so too. You know, I was Norman totally expecting was like a big part. Is Norman even going to be in this? Like Goblin in this one? Or are we going to wait till three for Goblin? I'm sure he'll be in it. I mean, this is just dude. A if if two is coming out in 2023, I'm going to have to wait till like 2027 for three. I, I mean, wasn't Spider-Man PS4 end credit scene like Norman like studying the symbiote? Yeah, like I'm assuming Harry's going to be Venom in this, right? Yeah, yeah, because he had his son all like patched up with the symbiote. Yeah. Huh. Again, I don't really care for Venom. Like Harry is Venom. Eh. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for that idea. Craven's gonna be badass, but yeah. But but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. But 2023 is crazy because like the way I view it is like, wow, I was a sophomore in college when I played the first one. I'll be 24 years old. That's nuts. I am currently 24 years old. You'll be an old man. Wait, am I 24? You're 23. No way. Oh, I don't have a wallet. Wait, what? <laughs> How do you not know how old you are? I think I might be 23. No. Oh, no. I how do you not know how old you are? I don't know. You're born in 97, right? As soon as, yeah. No, no. 98. 98. Yeah. You're 23. Yeah. I don't know. As soon as I said, uh, yeah, I am 24. I'm like, wait, no, I'm not. Am I? <laughs> am I 24? When I said it out loud, I'm like, no, I'm I like not. I said, where's my wallet as if I have to check. What? I'm check my ID. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Got that recorded. Anyway, gonna put that I'll, on be, an, I'll be 24 when that game comes out. That's crazy. I played that as – I was 19 when the first one came out. Or Jeez. Yeah, 19. Yeah, Jesus. Wow. 
I didn't think of it that way. I just thought, oh man, well next year I'll be saying next year it'll be out. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, I know it's gonna be great. I know it's gonna be amazing. I know PS. I mean, it gives me time to buy a PS5 because I don't have one. <laughs> so like, here. so it's good. It's good for that purpose. But like, holy crap, 2023 is far away. Yeah. And it's not like it said like January first, 2023. It could be like mid 2023. We don't know. Yeah, our lives will be different. We will, might be moved in different places. We might have different jobs and. A hero Podcast story might Harper might exist. be back. No, oh. no. I, th- I thought that's what you were gonna say. No, I podcast. I it'll just be you. Rev- it'll be you solo reviewing Hulk every Hulk movie. Yeah, <laughs> you were talking the about trial, every the trial of the Incredible Hulk with yeah. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> I was literally about to say that with Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil's first live action appearance in the Hulk TV show, <laughs> which inspired the black suit. Mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, that Hulk? Was the actress you just said his name? Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, he makes a cameo in Hulk 2003. I don't know if you knew that. He's a security guard, and he's talking to Stan Lee. What? What? He's wearing like the tightest shirt in the world, and like, like it's very tight around his arms, and the veins are just popping. Like it looks like he's like about to get amputated there. Like they're cutting the blood flow. He is very buff. He he was um yeah. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger used to compete for Mr. Olympia or whatever. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, there's like this great documentary. It's called Pumping Iron. It's all about him and Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger used to like intimidate him. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the Hulk. And then he was a security guard in Hulk 2003, which was not good. He's uh, Stan the man. So uh, my, my city, Edmonton, it has a Comic-Con every year. Edmonton Expo. And he's there every year. I don't know why. He's always there. You know he's deaf? Or partially deaf? Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. My mom told me that she saw him on an airplane once and she, when she was a teenager and asked for his autograph and he said, F off, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so, well, Rigno, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He always, kinda... see, he always seems like a nice guy whenever I see like interviews and stuff with him or like, you know, see him, see like videos of him. But uh, yeah, he, he's like partially deaf. Um, hmm. He has like this crazy, like crazy life story. But Huh. I don't you know. really think I'll ever pay for an autograph or a picture. Go, go, to, go, go to his, him at Comic-Con and be like, hey. Why'd you tell my mom to fuck off in the eighties? <laughs> yeah, basically. He'll be but, like, I'll be like, what? He was on an airplane. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. You like give like the exact like flight info. He's like, oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, I was just tired. You know, I was just filming the whole. <laughs> you know, I was movie. competing with Arnold Schwarzenegger for Mr. Olympia. I was a little tired. Sorry. I was getting painted green every three weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna run uh, around. Fun, on camera. fun fact about that: he said that when he was, um, they they would record it like overnight like like two or three in the morning and, and mm. record like till 6 a.m right yeah so like oh overnight um they, they would paint him green but they wanted him to be pumped up like you know look as strong yeah. as possible so lift some weights get some blood flowing but when he would lift the weights it would make the green paint like start to fade away because he was sweating, sweating yeah. so they made him they made him go into like a, a walk-in fridge and he had to work out inside the fridge so he didn't like like oh, sweat so out the cold paint. yeah and they, and they would make him stay in there until he was ready to film Man, we're just giving each other fun facts this episode. This it's is like the fun Tom fact Hardy episode. And... <laughs> yeah, you already got your title. There you go. Yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. Let's keep coming up with more fun facts. It doesn't yeah. have to be comic book related. I'm just going to start giving you history facts. Did you know that squirrels can survive falling from just about any height? Yeah, because they like can Because like fly, terminal right? velocity. No, no, not flying. Like a regular squirrel. A regular squirrel? Yeah. So if I take a... A regular squirrel and throw him off the Empire State Building. You're telling me he's gonna live? There's a good chance that they will live, because when you're falling, it goes to like what 20 kilometers an hour, 25 kilometers an hour of terminal velocity. I don't velocity. know what the fuck a kilometer an hour is. I'm American. 
Wait, what? We use miles an hour. Do you not know what a kilometer is? I mean, I know what like it exists, but like I don't, I don't know kilometers. Do you I have know like five k runs? Have you ever heard of that ten k run? Yeah, I mean, I I run I've run five k's. I know it's like three point one miles, but like we don't use kilometers. We don't use miles here. Huh. Yeah, I know. America's the only country that uses miles and and the Fahrenheit. Oh, there's another fun fact. <laughs> well, squirrels. Yeah, if you were to throw, well, not if you throw down, it might be different. But if you just like, because it goes, it, there's a certain point where it can't stop going the certain a certain speed, and it's like 20, 25 kilometers an hour. Google what that is. And, and 20, twenty to twenty-five. I'm about to look it up. <laughs> okay, go for it. That's how fast something falls and at that point you can't really go faster unless they were thrown down or there's like wind pushing you down or something like that so and squirrels can survive that so uh for my american listeners that's uh 15 miles an hour yeah and squirrels can survive getting uh, no matter how long it is they could fall for for three hours and they'll still be okay unless they like land on their head or anything that's assuming they land on their feet but yeah there's a fun fact uh there's a wolverine game in <laughs> Fun fact, Wolverine yeah. was actually, I have nothing about Wolverine. Uh, by Insomnia, same people making Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man PS4, Miles Morales, all that. Set in the same universe as well. Uh, we oh, is that confirmed? That is confirmed. Same universe. We don't know anything besides that, though. That's about all we know. We don't know any voice cast. We don't know if it's open world, what the rating is, what, what the gameplay is going to be like. But the, the, the teaser trailer is online. It just shows Wolverine drinking in a bar, and then the claws come out. You don't even see his face. You just see the claws. We, we know we know Drew is hyped. Yeah, that's like one of Drew's favorites. I think that is Drew's favorite superhero. I think Flash is a favorite, but Wolverine's definitely top two. Yeah, for sure. Top three, top I guess. Three. Uh, yeah, I hope it's like the Spider-Man game where you could like change the different suits. You got like live-action suits and just comic suits, classic yellow, modern brown kind of thing. I think it will have a bunch of different suits. And just wow, we're getting a Wolverine game. That's that's just exciting yeah, to me. So unexpected. When I saw that, I was like, "Is this real?" Yeah, I didn't think it was real either. I, I first saw it because Eunice posted about it. Yeah, posted. that's what that's what I saw, and I thought he was fucking around. Yeah, like, it was just the title, and we didn't see anything. I'm like, never mind. Really? Like, I don't know. But then the the teaser was wow. Did you see the teaser? Yeah. It just it just looks cool. Like I I, I could picture the gameplay. I don't know how, if it's going to be open world. I don't know how you can do open world with Wolverine. I mean, I guess you can make it kind of like Uncharted, Infamous style. Did you ever play the Infamous games? No. I've always heard they're good, though. Yeah, kind of like that, but minus the electricity. I, I imagine you can climb up buildings, putting the claws in. Yeah, it just... should be interesting. I, I love the idea of superhero video games. I know Avengers was kind of a mess, but, like, it's a great, you know, way to tell stories. The Arkham series was great. Spider-Man PS4 was great. I think that, you know, there's great potential for a Superman game. Injustice games were great. Injustice. Like, it's it's a cool concept. So, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Even if Suicide Squad looks kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But still, like, the fact, out of all the Marvel characters, they decided to go with Wolverine. And I'm okay with that. I think that works great for a video game. Um, I'm just very excited for it. No, no release date. Not even a year. So, maybe we'll get this before Spider-Man 2. Maybe. I hope so. That'd be nice. Yeah, instead of 2024. Although that, that will make me get a PS5 even sooner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> might be worth it. Uh, speaking of the Avengers game you mentioned before, I forgot to put this in the news when I was talking about it with you, but uh, the Avengers game did a little conference thing that I didn't watch, but I saw a little thing about what they said after. 
Uh, they talked about how they're doing like more kind of like events here and there. Um, more cautions are being added. They just added the MCU Black Panther suit. Um, Spider-Man is actually coming just to the PlayStation users in fall or December. There's no real release date yet, but they showed a concept art of just Spider-Man swinging. You just see his back, but it's happening. So stupid. It's bro. Who cares at this point? <laughs> Who's still playing Avengers? I played War for Wakanda. I, I I I beat all the Hawkeye DLCs on during the week, so I played Avengers for about a week. Spent fifteen dollars on it too. Oh my god, you and the money, man. Where does it go? Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I didn't think that fifteen dollars only got you like one suit too. <laughs> I was just like, man, I don't want to grind to unlock suits. I just want to like. I want Kate Bishop's, like, iconic superhero suit, the hip holes. I wanted Cap's Endgame suit. I want Thor's unworthy Thor suit. So I, like, I'm just going to put money towards this so I don't have to grind. And then I bought unworthy Thor suit. And, like, this looks great. And then I realized I had I had to pay for the others. I'm like, what? You, you chose poorly. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man. So, yeah, that's when I put the game down. <laughs> I play this Thor. I'm like, this looks nice. And then I, I play Black Panther a bit more. I'm like, this is nice. But honestly, it's a better game than it was a year ago. That, that's all I'll say. There's there's actual, like, people that you can fight and, like, beasts. And it's not all robots now by AIM, which is a little bit of a refresher. Ref- professor? Or professor? Yeah. Professor X? Fun fact. Hmm? Give it to me. Fun fact. They say, and I don't know if this is true, but they say that uh, Professor X and Magneto are based on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. I saw that too a while ago. I think that is Now, it, it could kind of make sense, right? Based on the characters, based on the people, based on the time period. I kind of feel like, and this was after I read a book, that they're based on George Washington and Benedict Arnold, who's like the first traitor of the American army. Oh. He was like the first, like the first, like big name, like he's not the only person to trade, but like he was the first like traitor of the American revolution. And he turned to the British, but like they, him and Washington were like coming up together. They were like these great friends. They were, they were going up the ranks together. And then Arnold wasn't getting enough attention. He wasn't getting everything that he wanted. He actually wanted to take over Canada, believe it or not. He believed oh. that they could seize Canada during the American Revolution, and he had like this whole plan to take over Canada. You could have been an American. You, you, you wow! If it was up to Arnold, you would have been an American today. But anyway, wow. um, <laughs> you would have been talking miles per hour. But anyway, um, <laughs> when he turns, it, it kind of reminds me of like Magneto and Professor X. So when I read that book, I was like, "Yo, this is Magneto and Professor X." But they say that it's based on Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, which I've always wondered if it's true. Maybe a mix of both, if anything. Maybe. I mean, it's like the famous, you know, what if my brother turned on me? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, last bit of uh, live action, I guess, no, live action news. And then Pretty we got news. a bit of comic news is uh, No Way Home Leaks. Welcome to the uh, segment every week. Oh, God. No Way Home we do this every week. I hate I know, leaks. I hate I leaks. Know. I hate leaks. I hate leaks. But I sent you it and you watched it. Yeah, I'm aware. There was a leak about a month ago. We talked about it. It shows Andrew and Toby. Uh, if, I, if I show it on the camera, are we going to get... Dismantled? Yes, don't show it on the camera. Don't show it on the camera. Ca- accounts are being deleted because of this. Don't even... <laughs> so accounts are being deleted over this. You can find it if you search the internet hard enough. Just look up like Andrew Garfield League or something like that. Just message Combo Hunter. He won't respond, but you know. Actually, just say there was a thumbnail on it too. This guy posted on oh, Instagram. Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's actually an Instagram account called 
Spider.fan1962. This is the person who leaked it. He apparently knows a guy who's working on the movie. And he even said, like, I'm going to post a leak, like, in three days. Three days later, he posted a leak. And it was the same picture that we got, a terrible quality picture of Andrew just, like, with his arm up, looking kind of stressed. It's a video, though, and it's in 4K. Like, it's from their actual cameras. Like, someone straight up airdropped this to their phone. And it's just Andrew, he's talking. There is a video on YouTube where there's sound. You hear people walking around in the background, like, on set. And it sounds like someone says banner, and then Andrew replies something like that, yeah. But apparently that was more of a dub. Like, that wasn't real. So he's saying Thank something God, I don't else. Want, I don't want Hulk in this. <laughs> God, here we go again. Uh, so now, if you, like, look at his lips when he's when he's talking, it looks like he's saying, so there's no way back. And that's when a lot of people are like, yeah, that's what, he, that's what he's saying. So there's no way home looks directly into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> So you're telling me we're some kind of no way home? <laughs> so like, you're telling me there's no Spider-Man way home? <laughs> like, GD, I sent you the video. If you were to watch that, do you think he says, so there's no way back? Let's see. Like, you I, wasn't, I, was, I wasn't really reading his lips, but... <laughs> you weren't looking oh, at I, accent, I accidentally liked the message. You, that's fine. <laughs> so there's so, no way back. There's no way back. I can see that. Now, according to the leaker... Uh, he was saying that he, he doesn't work on the set, but he knows someone who does. And that person sent him this. Uh, and that person also described that in this scene, it's just Andrew and Toby. And it's during a part where Tom is out fighting Sandman and Electro and just getting beat badly. And Andrew mm. and Toby uh, are deciding that they they should go help Tom. I guess there was a point in the movie where they don't want to help him. <laughs> F off, kid. <laughs> Mr. Stark! Mr. Stark! <laughs> And so this is them being like, they realize they can't go home, so they may as well defend where they are. So, yeah. That kind of sounds like a dumb concept, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Uncle Ben taught, taught me all about responsibility, but like, do I really want to like save the multiverse? He said with great power comes great responsibility in your own world. Now, also, the this set that they're on was, someone else took a picture a month ago of a different angle of this set. And it looks like it's uh, obviously it's in a studio. They want pictures taken. But it looks like it's at the uh, Statue of Liberty, which was the original rumor that the final fight is going to take place at the Statue of Liberty. Um, which means that would this be the end of the movie? or So some, some things don't line up. Obviously, it's a leak. We don't know what's real, what's not. This looks real to me. I mean, it, Sony is deleting people that are posting this. So don't post it online because you might get deleted. Although the guy leaked it, his, his post is still up. So Yeah, I was about to say, I'm surprised his account still exists. Yeah, he did say, like, everyone spread this so Sony can't find, like, the official. It's mostly Twitter, I guess. People are posting this on Twitter, they're getting blocked. Sony doesn't know that Instagram exists yet. Did so. you know that Stan Lee created Spider-Man while he was watching a fly? Yes, I did. I felt, so I he felt really should have called him Fly-Man. Or fly yeah, guy. but he didn't like the word Fly-Man. And then he watched it crop a wall, and he's like... He wanted to make a superhero who crawls. What if they called him Fly Guy? Because I could see that in Stanley dialogue. The amazing Fly Guy. Yeah, I could see that too. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I feel like most people knew that one. Same like, did you know Stanley was going to quit making comics because his editor kept making him do fight scenes? And yes. his wife said, well, if you're going to quit, you may as well get fired instead and do what you like, see what happens. So Stan Lee took a risk, made the Fantastic Four, and people end up liking it, and Stan was 
continue to work at Marvel. That's your fun fact. Uh, comic the news. Final, the final Amazing Fantasy issue, Amazing Fantasy 15. There you go. For comic news, uh, Marvel has announced that they're going to be making Marvel Unlimited exclusive comics. Uh, there's a Wolverine comic, there's a Shang-Chi comic, there's like a more of a cartoony, non-canon comic. Uh, a few different comics. I think, you know, six in general, but they're only going to be digital for Marvel Universe, or sorry, Marvel Unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah. Subscribers. Did you end up getting Unlimited? I remember you were talking about getting it. Uh, I have it. I haven't signed up yet. Like I haven't downloaded it. I'm not signed up. I'm waiting until I'm caught up of what I own of Ultimate Spider-Man. And then, gotcha. Yeah, because I don't want to like get super busy and be like, oh, I can't do it. But yeah. Uh, DC is also making exclusive comics for Webtoons, which is uh, which is a website where people can make fan-made comics. Uh, we'll probably be joining that pretty soon here, putting some of our Sir. comics up there. Uh, but yeah, they they did one called like the Bat Family or something. It's not canon. It's very fan fiction like. But DC, uh, like their logos on it, and a lot of people love it. It got like forty k likes, like instantly right when it dropped. So a lot of people read it. A lot of people like it. Um, and the last bit of news is: Did you know oh. Michael Jackson tried to buy Marvel Comics in the nineteen nineties because he wanted to play Spider Man in a movie? So he tried <laughs> to buy the whole company, who was oh very bankrupt God. at the time. Oh, However, man. Marvel did not sell to Michael Jackson. Interesting. I did not know that. Did you <laughs> know, know that, oh. that Eminem dream as a kid was to be an artist for Marvel Comics to the point that even when he graduated high school, he was practicing drawing Marvel characters, but became a rapper instead and then sang a song on Venom. And he appeared in a Punisher, to- uh, a Punisher like. <laughs> Team up book, Eminem slash the Punisher. But you can look up Eminem comic art or like Eminem draws Marvel or something. There's he's actually pretty good. I don't know if you've seen it before. There's some of those what his, his art? Yeah. No, I've never seen it before. Really? That's funny. We're, we were just I was just talking about Eminem with a friend. Now it's coming full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem comic or I'll see if I can find the one that I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, I found it. That was easy. So yeah, look up Eminem comic art and I'll send it to you, JD. And uh, go to images, and you can see his artwork. It's um, the Hulk, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America, and Iron Man. And it's actually pretty good. So, th- yeah, I just sent it to you. His Spider-Man's actually very good. I really like his Spider-Man. Oh, that actually is pretty good. Yeah, that's Eminem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's very... That's, that's Venom for you. Anyways, uh, that, oh yeah, sorry, the last bit of comic announcement is... Uh, Marvel announced Elektra Black, White, and Blood, which is a kind of series that Marvel and DC is doing. So it's basically a comic of mini, like little stories here and there where you only use the colors black, white, and red. And they've done a few already, correct? Yeah, they've done Wolverine one, they've done a Deadpool one, and they've done a Carnage one. So this is the fourth being Elektra. Yeah. Did you know? Electra was only supposed to be a one-off character. She was only supposed yep. to appear in Daredevil 168. But given the spike in sales and also Frank Miller becoming writer, she ended up staying on and becoming kind of a fan favorite. Yep, and now a legacy character. I did know that, actually. Damn, I was just about to say, did you know, and say another fun fact. About- oh, yeah, did you know Joker was also supposed to be a one-off character? Yeah, which is more believable because that's like, you know, the 40s, everyone was a one-off character. But, yeah. like, it's kind of surprising that Electra was like that. 
I guess she was yeah. supposed to be like the the villain of the. I movie. mean, if you read Miller's Daredevil run, there's a lot of characters you could be like, yeah, I could see them like never appearing again. So I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> He's introduced a lot, yeah. Okay, comics of the week that JD didn't read, but I did. Um, I guess I'll just quickly do Daredevil real quick. That's my cover of the week for sure. Very nice cover. Uh, my oh, pick of the week good. is actually Batman, but I'll get into that. Um, yeah, without saying too much, um, did you know that Daredevil, did you know that Daredevil has been <laughs> very, very angry recently? Uh, I did not know because I have not read the last two-ish. Well, <laughs> even before that, he's been an angry lad and he's been kind of becoming the kingpin of the prison. Kind of like, I don't know. Did you know that he is. has a brother named Mike Murdoch who was brought back into continuity Sadly, for some reason? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Matt has been angry in prison. And turns out, little little plot twist, the guards of the prison have been putting, like, drugs in the air that make you angry. And they specifically do it to prisoners that are about to be released, so then when they go to their neighborhood, they become angry, they cause violence, and are sent back to prison. More prisoners, it means more money for the prison. So, uh, the warden of the prison's been doing this secretly, Daredevil found out, he could smell in the air, and Detective Cole is just like, whoa, man, this is big, like... This is really bad. And Daredevil's like, yeah, I know. But, like, even though I know it's in my system, this is me. Like, I'm just an angry guy in general. And, like, beats up Cole. Like, go throw back to Daredevil issue 2 or issue 3 when they fight. And they kind of have a rematch. Daredevil eventually wins. And then he gets, he, like, is able to kind of get out of the prison real quick. Because Cole's just like, you're out here blaming yourself for all this. Getting angry, fighting cops. Because of this drug, when Bullseye's out there just murdering everyone in the city. And that Matt's like, what? Like, because he didn't know about Bullseye. So that snaps him out of it. He sneaks out of prison. Uh, sneaks into uh, Kristen McDuffie's car. and Yes, Kristen McDuffie! <laughs> yeah, because she was that Because the there's a whole prison riot happening. So she's there as, as, like, trying to get to people that she's a lawyer to. And so Matt sneaks into her car and was like, uh... You gotta take me to the city. I gotta stop Bullseye. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Because <laughs> she doesn't know who else could stop him. Meanwhile, with Electro Daredevil, she's just been hunting down um, Bullseye this whole issue, pretty much. Uh, Typhoid Mary dresses up as Bullseye as well. Or, sorry, as Daredevil as well, for some reason. She does it to, like, she runs out into Times Square to get Bullseye's attention. Well, the Hunter, Bullseye's. why isn't my comic a 9.8? Also, Hunter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think this needs to be CGC because nothing really happens. I mean, the cover's great. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, so she she teams up with Electra Daredevil to fight Bullseye, and that's kind of where it ends. Bit of a filler issue, but uh, the next issue is the big fight scene where it's gonna be Electra, uh, Mary, and Matt versus the three Bullseye clones. And yeah. And then did after, you know? Oh, oh sorry. Real quick, oh, I... and then after that, it's gonna be like an epilogue issue of the whole like bullseye arc, and then Devil's Reign begins. Continue. Did you know Daredevil helped inspire the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I did in the comics. I did when they first started. They, had, you know, the chemical uh, background, and a lot of people think that in the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's technically a Matt Murdock cameo because a boy gets hit with chemicals right in the face. Yeah. And that's the same chemicals that hit the turtles. Turning and the, them into and the same thing, Splinter is supposed to be like a parody of Stick, or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a different version of Stick. So, yeah, it helped inspire Teenage who are the Who are the ninjas in Daredevil? What are they called? The Hand? What are the ninjas in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles called? I, I never read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Foot. 
Oh, really? I did yep. not know that. That's yep. crazy. So there's actually quite a few similarities there. Huh. So a lot of people say they're in the same universe. The, the first issue of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just sold in a 9.8 for $245,000. <laughs> I mean, it's hey, insane. it's their first appearance. Yeah, it was. That's insane. I know. Yeah, it's the same. That book's like impossible. That book's like impossible to get in a 9.8 because it's like a it's a bigger book. Like you know how the Last Ronin's big, it's oh, like that, yeah. and it's black, so it's harder to get that in a nine point eight. But two hundred forty-five thousand is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're about to say. Amazing Fantasy fifteen, First a nine point six is selling, mm-hmm. which is it, insane. It sold. That... it sold. Oh, did it get? Did it break two million? Yeah, it is now the most money purchase on a comic book ever. It beat Superman's first appearance. Like what? What is sell for? CGs. Which one would you rather yeah. own? Three million six hundred fifteen. Damn, they were. Yeah, they were wondering if it was even going to break two million. It broke three million. That's insane. Yeah, broke three million. It's the I, most I was, I was saying, money. Which one would you rather own? Amazing Fantasy fifteen or Action Comics one? Uh, in what grade though? Is it the same grade? Whatever, or? same grade. Just like it, to own a copy of of either one. Say it's the same grade. Which one would you rather own in your collection? For Spider Man or for Superman? I don't know. I I love them both. It's tough. I think. <laughs> I think I'd go Amazing Fantasy 15. I think I would. But too. Action Comics 1 is pretty insane. Probably, it's older, I, it's older yeah, too. It's it also older. like, you know, 15 years older. Yeah. 20 years older, if you like. Yeah, I think I'd go with Amazing. Uh, yeah, you're right. 20, 23 years older. Yeah, I think I'd go with Superman's, honestly. Yeah, it's tough. Because it's I mean, older. <laughs> That's the reason. If I, if I owned either one, I'd be selling it for millions of dollars. But, you know. I would take several pictures with it. And then <laughs> I would take a lot of good selfies with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. My request to the seller would be, can I see it once a year? Like it's my uh, divorce child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, amazing Spider-Man real quick. Uh, Thank you for undoing sins past. Nick Spencer sins past is no. Thank you. Thing. It's gone. It's done. Uh, uh, Mr. Hunter. It. I'm a, I'm the average, a hero story listener. I don't know what sins past is. <laughs> <to explain>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. So, Sins Pass is a story made not too long ago. Unfortunately. 2009, right? Yeah, it's not that. You think it'd be like the 70s, but it's not. Uh, so, it's essentially a storyline where it's revealed that before, everyone knows that Green Goblin kills Gwen Stacy. Oh, right? JMS wrote Sins Pass, man. He wrote Sins Pass and One More Day. Tough career. Yep. So, uh, everyone knows that Gwen Stacy was killed by Green Goblin. It came Goblin. out to 2004. Yeah, still, that's not that long ago. older than I thought it was. That's not that long ago. Uh, So it's revealed in Sin's Past that before Gwen died, she had a bit of a relationship with Norman Osborn. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, Gwen is friends with Harry and Peter and MJ. It's high schoolers, like the same age. Well, I guess when they graduated high school, um, she was friends with her friend, or she was in love with her friend's father, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. Am I? To the point where they had children together. Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, this is real. This is an actual Spider-Man comic, and it was canon until yesterday. Uh, oh God. So, yeah, every Spider-Man writer was like, ooh. Like, everyone's like, just oh, avoided it. They've straight up avoided yeah. it. No one mentions it. Except As for they should. Nick Spencer did mention it, like, a year ago. He had a Green Goblin uh, look at Gwen, Spider-Gwen, like, Ghost Spider, and say, like, oh, Gwen, how I've missed you. And Peter just punched him, like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> like hated that so yeah that was the only reference in like since it happened because everyone's like ooh, 
Well, in this issue that came out this week, it is revealed that a lot of reveals actually. First off, Kindred, Harry Osborn's still dead. It's actually an AI of Harry Osborn. It's not. Do you like? Do you like that or no? I like it better than I like it better than Harry Osborn yeah. in general. Because Harry, I don't want Harry Osborn to be like obsessed with centipedes and trying to kill Spider-Man. That's kind of yeah. Dumb. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they got rid of that because mm. I don't know. It, it didn't really like. Harry, if you want like. Harry to be a villain, make him Green Goblin. Like, yeah, that that fits the character, not this Kindred. So yeah, it's real that Kindred is actually a Harry Osborn AI, and uh, it's also revealed that to get at Norman, he hates his dad, Norman Osborn. To get the Green Goblin, he hired Mysterio to like hurt to him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So so Mysterio was hired, and uh, Mendel Strom. Uh, they work together with Harry to create, like, weird clones of, uh, android clones of twins to, like, be, and try to convince Norman that these are your two twins here. And, uh, Mysterio was there to make the whole illusion happen, where, uh, he pretended to be Gwen and flirted with Norman, and then pretended to be Gwen to be like, Norman, I'm pregnant, and then pretended to I mean, to be... it's not worse than than uh since past but it, it's still not good it's still weird that like quentin beck this this like produce this guy who works on movies is like pulling on a blonde wig essentially and like flirting with norman making norman fall in love with him and pretending that they have kids together oh norman i love your waves it's better if you don't think about it too much because just, just, just all you need to know is that it got retconned just, yeah it is just read the cb just read the cbr article sean is probably writing on <laughs> <laughs> just mysterio did some illusion uh norman osborne's like oh my god some a, a woman loves me and she's so young <laughs> so <laughs> what, what's the line he says in spider-man one he's like uh do what you need to do with her and then broom her <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah so uh norman finding this out in this issue is like harry do you mean to tell me it was all a lie that 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 i was never (laughs) harry's ai replies with gwen get real dad she was way too classy for you (laughs) is that the reason is that the reason she's too classy not so i guess yeah yeah this is the only reason (laughs) so gwen stacy was just Peter Parker's... Thank God she's back to being an, an, an angel. She was just Peter Parker's girlfriend for a time. She was Harry Osborn's friend, and she passed away. That, that That's it. That's all you have to know about Gwen Stacy. Um, <laughs> so it's also... So the, the twins, like, he, it's like, oh, but he got actual twins. They're like weird robot clone things. They don't go into too much detail. They do what it's like. It's very confusing, especially if you don't read too much Spider-Man. But yeah, essentially, yeah, it's just retcon, not real. It's all good. Uh, the writer of Sins Past actually said that he's okay with this. He's very much okay with this. And the reason, oh, gee, 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 thanks, JMS. I'm glad you're okay with. Yeah, this. JMS said that when he wrote that story, he actually wrote it that they were Peter's kids with Gwen. Gwen and Peter had kids, and Peter didn't know it. And but Marvel said no. Marvel said no because they didn't want Peter to be a father. Which is so annoying. That's why they they made him do one more day because yeah. they didn't want uh, he wanted to have Mary Jane and Peter have kids. JMS isn't the bad guy. No, he's not here. It's Fun Marvel fact: Victoria. I was at a comic con, <laughs> and JMS was walking by, and the guy behind me 
said, one more day sucks really loud. And JMS turned. And I was like, oh. But he associated me with that guy. And I was like, oh, no. I mean, I think one more day sucks. But no, I, I wasn't trying to badmouth you. <laughs> and yeah, I, to this day, I think JMS doesn't like me. What did that. he say? Did he say anything? Or? No, he just turned. And he was like, I mean, he's probably heard it hundreds of times over the years. But, you know. Yeah, but it's not his. It's Marvel. I, like, I don't know why he had to it. say it. Like, as he was walking by, like, he knew that JMS was going to hear him. Jeez, I was like, so bro, what you, like, to the guy, I didn't even know the guy behind me. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's very awkward. Felt bad for JMS. He was going to the bathroom or something. Damn. But yeah, he, he whispered Neo that he's okay with this because he wanted Peter to have kids. And Marvel editorial is like, no. I, I did not know that. that. That is technically a fun fact. That is a fun fact, yeah. He wanted Peter to have kids with Gwen. And I think you agree that Gwen is better than MJ. Oh my God, so much better. Yeah, rest in peace. Even though I, in, in this, I don't know if it's different in Ultimate, but in the Stanley run, he never tells Gwen that he's Spider-Man before she dies. So she dies not knowing that Peter's Spider-Man. Interesting. Like, she hates Spider-Man after her dad dies. She does. Yeah, same in Ultimate. She hates yeah. Spider-Man. Despises them. Yeah, but but she never finds out that it's actually Peter. And, oh, like, she she sucks. hates that, like, Peter's, like, so secretive. You would think she'd be able to piece it together, but, you know. Yeah, yeah in Ultimate, uh, I guess, minor spoiler for a 20-year-old comic uh she finds out by piecing it together peter doesn't tell her but she like puts two and two together and when she finds out she actually like pulls a gun on peter and was like hey, isn't she really edgy in ultimate she's extremely edgy in ultimate. <laughs> yeah she's she's essentially like a 2000s goth girl in a way that's how that's how bendis writes her but she pulls her like her dad's police gun on peter because she thinks the spider-man killed her father yeah so even though spider-man was there there's another villain that killed her father yeah so she's just like you you killed my father and and peter's like shut up i didn't the guy confessed that it was him does her does her dad know that uh peter spider-man in ultimate or not he doesn't find out and he does because in um in regular amazing spider-man he when he's dying he he says to spider-man take good care of her so like he knew Mm. but i kind of like that yeah and then he's like he's I haven't got to his death yet, but he's like he's like an obsessed fanboy with Spider-Man. Like he, him and uh, Robbie Robertson, like they call each other. Like, did you, did you find out what Spider-Man was doing today? And Jonah's <laughs> like, stop wasting my time. <laughs> Damn, that's like the opposite of the Amazing Spider-Man, where he's like, when he dies, he's like, stay away from my daughter. <laughs> well, that's why people hate the Amazing Spider-Man's version of George. Uh, yeah, George Stacy, because like he never, like yeah. it's so different than the comics. Like in the comics, he's a big supporter of Spider-Man. But in the movies, he hates Spider-Man. Yeah, he does hate Spider-Man. Well, he likes him near the end, but he even his dying wish is stay away from my daughter. Yeah, stay away from my daughter. Man, he didn't keep that dying wish. No. <laughs> he tried, but he didn't. He does the whole thing where he, he looks at Gwen and like this. Like, and he looks all sad. <laughs> he does that all of Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. I've seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. I probably watch it like twice a year. <laughs> You've probably seen it 40 times. It's not. It's not bad. <laughs> Listen, that that's me with Spider Man Three, man. I, I've seen it an unhealthy amount yeah, of times. Same with we have Spider-Man we have 3. our guilty pleasures. It's I give amazing Spider Man. If I had to name my guilty pleasure comic book movie, it's probably Spider Man Three or Daredevil. Uh, the Ben Affleck. Oh Daredevil. God, I can't handle this. Oh, I watch it so much. <laughs> I only like the suit up scene, and that's it. You don't like the playground scene with Electra? No. <laughs> or like when he's with Foggy in the bar and. Like John Favreau's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Favreau's just jealous of Matt. It's like, how can you always tell how they're hot? It's like, oh. I haven't seen that movie in years, but yeah, my guilty pleasure movie is definitely Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I give 7 out of 10. So, you know, that's not the greatest story. I give Spider-Man 3 7 out of 10 as well. 
for different yeah, there's reasons. There's not a Spider-Man movie that you like actively don't like. Do you don't like any Spider-Man movies? Not that like I actively dislike. I disagree with a lot of like you know Homecoming or Far From Home. Yeah, I disagree with a lot. Amazing too. Spider-Man too, but I would still watch them. Yeah, I mean, I still like, we, we were talking about. I was talking about it with some friends uh, the other day about Far From Home, and like I think of myself as like not really enjoying Far From Home. But then we were talking about like some of the scenes, like Mysterio and all that. And I was like, eh, maybe, maybe it's maybe I treated it too harshly. Maybe we give it a rewatch. Perhaps mm-hmm. I treated you too harshly. I'm re I'm rewatching every Spider-Man movie leading up to No Way Home, and I'm on Spider-Man Three, which I'm watching. I might actually watch after. Oh, you're already starting now. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, you a little know, early there, buddy. I'm starting school and stuff pretty quick, so. I, yeah. I kind of I don't know when I'll have time. I did Spider Man and then I immediately did Spider Man Two. I'm like, oh, I'll get this done in like a week, and it's been like three weeks and I haven't seen three yet. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I might watch it soon. So yeah, yeah, maybe it's a good thing. Spider Man Two is so good. <laughs> oh God, I, I haven't wow. watched the Holy Trilogy in maybe two years. It's been a while. Yeah, that, and, I, and I was thinking like now that I've been reading all this amazing Spider-Man, like that's the time to rewatch it. Like it's it's a lot of the same source material. Like yeah, it, I mean, just rewatching in general. I think I like I've been watching with my roommate and my girlfriend, and I'm I'm just annoying them because like Spider-Man Two is like I'm Spider-Man no more, and puts in the guards are walking away. I'm like, what? Uh, cinema? Uh, he said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like this is it's like the comic cover. <laughs> I just don't care. I'm like, this is perfect. You're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Fun just... fact number 52 about Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Wait, did you know that was improvised there? Did you know that before you know the scene? Toby, did you know when Tobey Maguire bodied that hot dog as the cops drove past? <laughs> that was all improvised. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, did you know before the scene that Willem Dafoe was on set as a little joke to get in? As Doc Gog? Yeah. Uh, that's great. I like to thank Harry Osborne and Osborne and the Power! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great movies. I'd like to watch them again. <sighs> Anyways, uh, I also read Batman, which is my comic of the week. Dude, the pictures you posted with the, the last, like, I'm assuming the last two pages there? No, not, that's like halfway through. Oh, man, those are, those are hot. They're so good. It's like a horror book. Uh, the oh, whole, no, the, you good? There's a bug. There's a bug in my room. <gasps> Is it a fly? It, 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 yeah, it just flew past me. I tried to kill it. And I missed. <laughs> so yeah, essentially. Um... Batman is like a horror comic in a way. The entire issue is Batman's hallucinating. He was drugged by Scarecrow like big time, to the point where he can't get it out of his system, and he doesn't. He feels like it's been like five minutes since he was drugged, but it's been twelve hours, and uh, someone's hacked Oracle's feed, and it's been telling the entire Bat family that Batman's dead. <laughs> so like, Jeez. oh, so uh, Batman he's been hallucinating like crazy, and that the thing I posted on my story was him freaking out because Scarecrow like is jamming his like needles into his car which actually wasn't real so everywhere he goes he sees a scarecrow just like in the corner of a room or something and he doesn't know if it's real because they do move for him like he'll look he'll look away then look and it's like closer so it's like a horror movie it's really cool um yeah that sounds interesting he has no idea where to go to because he's hallucinating like crazy so he just goes to the watchtower because oracle's there and he knows like the fake feed's happening and right when he gets there he just gets body like absolutely like speed up by cassandra kane because she doesn't, she thinks that Batman's dead. So she doesn't know who this guy is. Oh. So she just like knocks Batman down. And she's like, what, you're alive? And Batman's like, yeah. <laughs> You've been training, I guess. And then he basically goes to the watchtower and talks to Babs, Cass, and Steph. Uh, they're calling themselves the three Batgirls, too, which I thought was pretty cool. 
Nice. And they fill him in on everything. He's like, you've been out for 12 hours and everyone thinks you're dead. He's like, oh. <laughs> and the whole time he's like trying to like not look at the scarecrows in the room and everything. Like, it's so cool. It's really, really good so far. And it's weird that it's, it doesn't feel like an event yet. It feels very much like just a Batman issue, just a really good Batman issue. But that's essentially all that happened so far. Um, there's a whole peacekeeper cop thing. Do you know about them? They're... I don't know if you read it. They were at the beginning of James's run, I think. It's basically like a super cop. It's a super cop meant to protect Gotham. So it's just like, oh, we don't need vigilantes. We have these, like, cops with prosthetic legs and everything where they're fast and they're strong and they're, they, you know, they'll, they'll protect us all. Um, their main super cop got drugged by Scarecrow. And he's, like, in a crowd of people, like, oh, God, I gotta save the city, gotta save the city. But to him, he sees that the entire city zombies. And he's like, gotta save the city. And he takes a gun out, and that's kind of where the issue ends. Yeah. So it's pretty dark, but it's it's good so far. It's really interesting, and Nightwing's gonna tie into it. So that's good. I'm excited for that. I'm very excited for that. Um, Bach Manta was cool. Not much happened. It was more of a setup issue. It's just cool to see him fight. He he robs a like an actual pirate ship, which was cool. Um, he he does kill a lot of people, which was kind of unexpected. Uh, when he robs a ship, he looks at a cruise ship passing, and there's, like, a kid, like, watching him, like, oh, God. And he's like, ugh, who will my legacy become? And thinks of, like, his son, Aqualad. So he's kind of stressed over that. Uh, he gets this, like, ancient rock that wasn't really explained what it's for, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. And the last comic read was Nice Sessional Lake, which is so good. Highly recommend it. Great horror book. I won't say much, uh, but this issue they found out, it's basically the entire world. It's destroyed except for these 12 people in this cabin where they can't leave uh they find out they could order anything they want and it'll arrive so like they could order food like they say we want apples and the next day apples will show up in the door uh mm -hmm. they've been trying to see where the packages are coming from but they only appear when no one's looking so they're just like one guy's really testing he's like i want every academy award from lord of the rings and he gets that and he's like i want action i want the first ever action comics and he looks away and looks back and he gets that so he's he you can get anything you want from this stuff and Shit, so some I, need, are, I need i need this uh package delivery system yeah but that means everyone else is dead essentially worth it yeah maybe <laughs> so uh they're getting food they're getting like beer they're, they get anything they want essentially one guy's really abusing it one person's really she's going through depression she's like i want my husband back i want my husband she's like writing out a full name and everything who's dead because the entire world's dead so you can't bring people back, but you can get any item, essentially. And uh, then one girl asks for a straight razor, and she tries to kill herself, and then finds out that she can't. And so then she tells everyone, and they're like, wait, what? And one guy who's like this huge conspiracy theory, he cuts his throat, and it just heals. And they realize that they can't die. Everyone in the world's dead, and they can't be hurt at all. So that's where the issue ends. Only four issues out of 12. And it's very good so far. Like, it's so interesting. and it's just... Yeah, I want, I want to read that one at some point. Definitely, yeah. It, it's a monthly title, uh, James Tynion. And so so far, so good. It's very good. And yeah, those are the comics I read this week. Well, that came out this week. I read a lot more, and so did you. You read more than anyone here, from, <laughs> well, anyone listening, for this week. Yeah, yeah so um, this weekend in the United States and Canada too, right? Uh, yeah. Labor Day. Mm -hmm. um we had labor day weekend so i was off um saturday sunday and monday which uh i knew going into it that i wanted to read a ton of comics and uh, relax so 
Uh, Friday, I got my subscription to Comixology Unlimited, the mm -hmm. free trial. And they have the first 53 issues of Invincible on there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to read 153, and then I'll read something else. <laughs> Did not happen. Uh... I read more than 53. So I read um, – Friday, I only read three issues. I read one through three, and I was like, all right, whatever. It's a little slow. The first three issues are like, you know, pretty plain Jane. Like You only read three issues on Friday. On Friday. I only read three issues on Friday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Then I, then I read uh, then I read on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, like 30 issues each day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was – it got pretty addicting. It's it's a very easy series to binge, I think. It's a page turner. Yeah, because you're like – no matter what, you're like, all right, well, I got to find out what happens next. You know, like I got to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the arcs play off each other like that, where it's like, all right, well, one more, you know? Yeah. So uh, I got up to, after in the one weekend, which I guess is, you know, four days. In four days, I read 80 issues, which was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to beat me for comics this month, for sure. Read tw that, that's an average of 20 issues a day. So I, I was on it, man. Yeah, but, I mean, um, so that's I, so good. I, I, Obviously, they don't, uh, Comixology only had up to issue 53, so I messaged Hunter. I was like, oh, man, I feel like I should buy the compendium. And then before Hunter could even answer, I'm like, all right, I bought the compendium. I bought it on Comixology. <laughs> so I bought compendium, too. I'm, like, right at the end of it now. It collects up to issue 96. Well, you are I, right at I'm, the end, yeah. I'm on 90, so I'm going to have to buy compendium 3, I guess, just to finish the series. Are out. you going to? But, yeah, I, like I can't stop at this point. You know what I mean? Like I got to at least see how it plays out. Yeah, um, you haven't even met some of the characters yet. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I was telling Hunter before we started. Like this is the part where, for me, it's kind of slowing down. Like, um, so I got through. For those who know, uh, Invincible, I got through the Invincible War. Great. Then, Fantastic. Then that's like right back to back with the Conquest fight. Amazing. And then not too long after that is the Vultramite War. Mm -hmm. So that's like three heavy hitters in, like, in a row, basically. Yeah. And JD was even messaging me being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> got certain pages. I was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I think I actually have the audio of one of them. But I'm like, I'm like, this is crazy. Like some of the things that happen, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, like it's very bloody like i know i haven't watched the show so i can't speak on the show but i know like a lot the of shows very bloody bloody too. but like holy shit like some there's of the pages a, there's this, a lot this, of like getting punched through the chest this, this, is, this is my let's see <laughs> i was about to say you have headphones on your phone yeah well I, that's the only thing i could can i get to play no i can't get to play i can't get my audio to play but I, it, it was like a big like a big like stabbing and i yelled like oh like, like, holy shit. I think I could probably get it to play. You sent it to me, right? I couldn't get the volume to play. I got the video to play, but not the volume for some reason. Yeah, maybe don't show the video because uh, big, yeah, big it's, moment. Yeah, technically a spoiler. Really big moment. Um, Did you send it oh, just to me? Yeah, I just sent it to you. Oh, yeah. I was, like, holy, I was like, holy shit. Oh, wow. Why can't I You get... can't get the volume to play, right? I couldn't get yeah. it to play either. It's just a picture for me. It's not a video. Oh, was it a picture? Oh, I thought I sent a video with that one. No, I thought but I either sent way, a video too, but okay. Either way, I was like, holy shit. You know, like, there's, there's a few moments where I turn the page and I'm like, oh, oh. Uh, poor Oliver. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know Oliver. I forgot Oliver was introduced. Yeah, he's been introduced for a while, but like, um, 
Damn. His part in the Vulture, his part in the Vulturemite War uh, was pretty painful. Yeah, but, yeah. But any, like, anyway, um, yeah, no, it, it's it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's pretty it, good. It's, it, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. You know, it's it's, it's all right. Um, no, it is cool, and I actually kind of like respect them for like tying it into like so many other Image Comics things. Like, like I've heard of like Super Patriot before, and like you know, Super Patriot, mm-hmm. his wife is in it. Like little things like that. Like it's Spawn cool. Image, makes a cameo. Yeah, at one Im- point. Image is like Loki universe. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I, I like that. So but, there, uh, there's a couple of cameos. There's an annual, it's not in compendiums, where he actually goes to the Marvel Universe and he meets uh, he meets Spider-Man and the Avengers and he makes fun of their names. <laughs> he's like, he? yeah, he's like Spider-Man, Iron Man. I don't call myself Invincible Man. So, yeah, it's very short. I think it was like a free comic book day thing. But it is considered canon. It happens, I think, during the first, like, Levy arc. When he's going to like a different dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because there's one of them where he jumps in and like a spider web, like he sees Doc Ock basically. Like he knocks mm-hmm. over Doc Ock and then a spider web comes after him. And then there's one where he goes and he's like, You call yourself Batman? Isn't that a little like on the nose or something yeah. like that? <laughs> so like he, yeah, like he, they, 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 there's a couple little, little hints that he's been to other universes because he does yeah. hop to different dimensions at times. There's but, a character. Who's a villain who is all about dimension hopping? Like that's Angstorm. his thing. Angstorm Levy, yeah, that's his whole thing. And you'll see him again, JD. <laughs> that's all. Ah, every time I see him, I'm like, I hope you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like, ooh. Yeah, last time we saw him, the doctors won their way with him. So. Yeah, yeah, ter- terrifying villain. Uh, Invincible, yeah, it's its own thing, but it has a lot of really great villains, great characters. Omni Man, your opinion changes throughout the whole run. Oh my god, I, I couldn't believe that. So I knew the show, like, but I never saw the show. But I saw, I knew like the memes going in. I knew like the think Mark think, <laughs> and I knew like he beat the shit out of his son. So I was like, okay, like, like all right, bad he's the guy. bad guy, right? <laughs> and then you read like the first, like, you know, that first big arc in Invincible where he, he's the bad guy. It plays out exactly like how the show does, you know, mm-hmm. think Mark think. But I didn't know that he fly, he flies off, right? And then you don't see him for a while. And then he reappears, and all of a sudden you're like, why do I oddly like this guy now? Yeah, when you reappear, And every time he like, appears, I'm like, why do I like him more and more? Yeah, yeah. Then you think, like, he kills so many people. And then yeah. you read, like, he disappears and he appears again and has, like, this big moment. And you're like, huh. Am I cheering <laughs> for Omni-Man? Yeah, am I really cheering <laughs> yeah. for Omni-Man? Am I cheering for that guy who just killed a bunch of people? It's like, I mean, but he explained why he did it. God, Robert, <laughs> Robert Kirkman must have been so fucking horny while writing that book because holy shit, everyone's banging everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not the, a, the, not the a image of the, of the guy holding of um they they did it a few times once with Oliver once with Omni Man holding oh, the yeah. pillow like that that shit was funny. Yeah, because uh but, yeah Alan the alien. <laughs> yeah, but but also like when with with uh, Nolan and uh, yeah Omni Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what his wife's name is. Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan and Debbie. Yeah. For, for Oliver. All over. Oliver. Yeah. That, oh, my God. That, that happened so much in the book. But, yeah, no, it, it is really good. Like, you, you get very connected to the characters. I'm curious to see if it'll end up in, in my top ten comic book runs of all time. By it's the time not yet? Finished. It's hard for me to say without finishing it. Like, I feel like I need to know how I it guess, ends. yeah. After Conquest. Because I'm technically only two-thirds of the way through. That's true. You haven't read the you you are even missing a few characters that I haven't been introduced yet. They're like huge characters in the book. Yeah, you don't even know about blank. <laughs> like, 
I don't want to spoil it, but man, blank I want to... Is Blank the name or is Blank no, the name you're No, I was just saying, like, oh. you don't know about... Uh, I, I, I like, uh, I, I said, I said Thrag reminds me a lot of Zod. I stand by that. I think Thrag is oh, a yeah. lot like... Thrag, Thrag is the main is villain like Z- of the Is a lot like Zod from, like, Man of Steel. Yeah, this yeah. This is for my people. But I have no people. Like, <laughs> like those are the vibes I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thrag is just, he's, he's all set on revenge, essentially. Like, he wants to build the Viltrumite army, but he, he can't. Because the planet's not really there, so he he's all about like it's very much Zod. It, I feel like that must have been the inspiration. Like Kirkman wanted to make a. I, I thought you were going to hit me with a fun fact that it was the inspiration. <laughs> I mean, invincible fun fact: the series was going to get canceled at issue eleven, and his editor's like, "We're going to cancel this issue." He's like, "Well, I have this twist I want to do at issue 25 and his editor was like, "Do it now, and the book will live." And that was the whole Omni Man being bad, which I guess everyone knows now. Sorry if we spoiled that for you. I mean, it's almost a 20-year uh, book. Omni-Man's the book. bad guy? Yeah. I only read the like, first two issues of Invincible. Man, it's, it, it gets really good. Um, a lot of people think the last arc is the best one, or there's there's one before it. There's one arc particularly that made is me the ending, angry. Is the, is the ending good or no? To me, yes. Okay. But because, yeah. like, because, like, I, I don't know, like... um. Like, endings could be very divisive a lot of... Yeah, I I think it's a fine ending. Um, There's one arc near the end that made me so angry. And made me, like, man, if I was Mark, I'd be, like, depressed. (laughs) I don't know what I would do in this situation. Dude, I don't know why Mark still wears those things on his eyes. They get shattered every issue. Yeah, that must hurt the eyes, essentially. Every every issue, he's got, like, some blood from his eyes and shattered. I'm like, bro, stop wearing the goggles. (laughs) Essentially... There's Do you a, like the black and blue suit or no? I prefer it. Really? I'm not uh, a big fan. I, I prefer the black and blue suit. Uh, people compare it to Spider-Man's black suit because he goes through like a much of a darker thing with like conquest. Yeah, de- he like, definitely did. Like his life just goes to hell. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Essentially, he gets beat up a lot more too. And the conquest. A lot of people consider conquest to be the greatest fight ever made in comics. I would have. I happen to agree because it's so sudden too. There's not really a build up. She's like, oh, Conquest is here. Here's his new character, and he's gonna just fight Mark, and that that's it. And it's like such a it's a long fight, but it's brutal. And it's like when Oliver gets involved, I was like, no, <laughs> get out of there. And then Eve gets involved. It's like, no, get out, get out. So, oh my god, when Eve got involved, I'm like, stop, stop, <laughs> throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah, it's basically this like, what if Zod was on steroids? Essentially, that's what oh Conquest my god. is. What if, what if Superman was evil? Like, Injustice Superman, but when, he was when, like, when oh. the When the thing happens with Eve, like, I was like, no. Like, I, like audibly said no, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, same, same here. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's like this brutal fight, and these characters keep being like, we have to help Invincible and getting involved. And you're just like, just get, don't help him. Because <laughs> this guy could just kill you instantly. So, yeah, Conquest who, who, is a great your, villain. Who's your favorite, like, non-Invincible character? Like, like, like outside of Invincible, who's your favorite character? Uh, Omni Man, Alan, and Battle Beast. Oh, Battle Beast is cool. Yeah, I, I love Battle Beast. He's really he's so fun. I've, Every time he I appears. find myself liking Cecil, I don't know why. Like, I just <laughs> he, he interests me because when you described him as Nick Fury, basically hit it on the head. Yeah, basically, he's Nick Fury, but he doesn't go out on the field. Yeah, like, do, do you know his origin story? Yeah, I got his origin yeah. um, that, about his skin. Like, they revealed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's simple. I, I like him a lot. That's, yeah, I think Omni-Man, Alan, and Battle Beast for sure. Cecil's your second favorite. I'm shocked over that. 
he, he just i don't know there's something about him that i, I always like i like <laughs> every oliver, time he appears i'm like yeah yeah i like oliver too in a way like he reminds me of damien where like sometimes i hate him and sometimes i really like yeah him. like he, he can be so such an idiot sometimes where he says things that i just totally disagree with but i like him as a character yeah. and then uh yeah i've come to like omni man a lot and i think uh, like he's like the, the growth you see is interesting mm-hmm. it's very good i like uh i like rex or sorry not not uh robot i like robot but like later on like third compendium robot yeah i was gonna say so far he's kind of eh. he's he's really big in third. they really develop him and monster girl they they become yeah, like major characters. They're at like a crossroads right now. Like they they don't like each other no more after they came back from that civilization. But do you know about the, what happened in the civilization? They haven't shown us yet, but they just okay. keep like they keep like showing the awkwardness between them. And I'm like, All right, yeah, obviously something happened. Like he became their leader or whatever. But like mm-hmm. they have, they're not giving us any details yet. So I, I won't say what happened. But there there's they do show it. I'm assuming they do show what happened, and it's like four four to six issues of just them oh, what happened, and it's like damn <laughs> so, that, that's so what i'll say is pretty impressive about this book is like in the first like i don't know like 40 50 issues you're like all right every issue needs to focus on mark it has to be all mark it has to be you know all invincible but after a while like they get to the point where you could do a full alan and omni man arc and that's and all that's you're fun. focusing on they're, and they're it's good best yeah friends. <laughs> Yeah, like 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 it's it's actually good, and it's like wow, that's like impressive that this, the book like develops so much of a universe. Like that, I think that's what I respect the most about the book, is that it really developed its own universe to the point where you could see there being like a Guardians of the Globe book, or you could see there being like an Omni Man and Allen book, or mm-hmm. like you know, uh, yeah. like there's a bunch of different like spinoffs that could come. Yeah, and in, like the book is called Invincible, but there's so many issues where Invincible isn't even in it. It's about other characters and what they're doing at the time. And it's still great. It's still really well written and it matters. There's not really a filler to that. It's serious what these characters are doing. It's, a, it's essential to the story. Like Omni-Man and Alan the Alien have a lot of issues of just them two doing things together. Battle Beast has a couple of issues to get, of just him. I was just saying Robot and uh, Monster Girl Monster have issues Girl, together. Yeah. Yeah. And they're important to the story. I think Immortal has one as well. Like it's just good though it's so good yeah and then besides that i guess we're we're just reading ultimate spider-man and amazing spider-man i read uh wonder woman dead earth uh because i really liked uh beta ray bill by uh, i forget his name darren warren johnson i want to say but i could be wrong yeah about that. that sounds da- right. daniel warren johnson i think uh great artist great writer very dark uh wonder woman dead earth is four issues it's like double size issues though it's black label it's about uh, what if the end of the world happened through like basically an atomic bomb. They kind of explain it more later on and won't spoil it. But it's a it's a post-apocalyptic fallout style world where Wonder Woman wakes up from a coma and she doesn't have her memories of what happened. And it's been about, I think they describe like it's been like 130 years or something since the bombs went off. And the bombs went off during the time where Batman was around. He was old, but he was around. So uh, Wonder Woman's like the last ever superhero. And... There's a lot of people alive, but they're just people, and they're just trying to survive. And there's like wars and factions, and uh, it's basically would it put Wonder Woman in the Fallout universe? And she's just like, hey, uh, you know, everyone's starving from food and everything. If any place were to survive like this nuclear explosion, it's probably Themyscira. So I'm gonna take all these survivors I find and bring them there. And it's like this road trip story, 
but it's very dark and it's very bloody and very brutal and when you find out why the bombs were set off it's like yikes <laughs> yeah you see you see certain characters react there's a flashback issue issue three is all like what happened and you see how batman died how superman died and like all these characters and it's just it's very brutal but yeah i liked it it was fun although i do prefer beta ray bill from from in general so, so you just read in uh ultimate from for the rest of the month you think or you got anything else uh, planned on the back issues that's that's it um after ultimate i'm gonna jump into avengers but i feel like i'll probably finish ultimate just at the end of the month um hunter's I'm avengers busy. binge i thought that i thought that it's mission back. was abandoned it's back <laughs> Because I like I was gonna read Hickman's Avengers and Secret Wars, but I'm like, man, Secret Wars is like the ultimate universe is so much involved, so I may as well read as much ultimate as I can. And I'm pretty sure message me if I'm wrong about this. I'm pretty sure Ultimate Spider Man's the only good ultimate comic. I hope I read you Ultimate. Like, you don't you, oh, don't, you don't like when Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver reveal that? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 they're in love. Yeah, no, I don't oh, like God. that. Uh I did read Ultimate Sinister Six. That was fun. That was very good, actually. I liked that a lot. It was six issues. It was, actually, no, it was seven issues. Isn't Ultimate Fantastic Four also by Bendis? Like, isn't that supposed to be pretty oh, good really? or no? I, I feel like it would be good because the maker, who's Reed Richards of the Ultimate Universe, he's still around. In, I know in, I know that it's written by Bendis, but I thought I heard that it was good. I would, if it is good, like I, I would love to check it out because I do like the maker. He's a big character in <laughs> Tony Kate's Venom for some reason. But it is interesting, and this whole thing in because obviously Ultimate Universe has been destroyed by now uh, from Secret Wars. But his whole thing in the six one six like regular Marvel Universe is he's just obsessed with getting back home. He just wants to go back to the Ultimate Universe. He believes it's still out there. He believes that it's not destroyed, but he just doesn't know how to get back. So he's just he's just trying so hard. And the whole Council of Reeds, which is the Council of a bunch of Reed Richards from different Earths that all meet together and discuss like saving the multiverse um he's not allowed with them because he hasn't solved how to jump to other earths yet which is kind of interesting it's like a re richards that his goal is to jump to another earth but he can't do it even though every other re richards has done it so it's like that's his flaw that's what makes him different that's his what if what if re richards couldn't figure out this thing that all of the other ones can so it's interesting they contact him they're just like have you figured out how to get to other earth states like no please tell me i just want to go home and like nah <laughs> they just leave so Sucks like to be it. you. He's like, oh wow, we're all smarter than you, I guess, and then just leave. So it's he. The maker's more of a villain than a hero, because he he'll yeah. do anything. He'll kill. He'll kill anyone if you do it. So yeah, I like that. And that you want to talk about anything else or? Nah, that does it for the episode. After yeah. we finish, after we finish recording, I could read one more issue of Invincible before bed. Yeah, you one more. Okay, yeah. <laughs> one more. One more. Two yeah. more. One, Pass by, out by the next compendium. By the next companion, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, it ended up being a pretty good episode. It went went by pretty quick. Yeah. A lot of fun facts this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, if you if you like this episode or like this show, hey, maybe give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, why not like, comment, subscribe uh, to YouTube, um, yeah. <laughs> and follow anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, for a hero story, I'm JD. I'm Hunter, and thanks for being a hero. And remember, every second is a gift. Goodbye. What? Recording stopped. Recording stopped. I don't know how to make it stop doing that.